This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 245 with Dan Locke. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, we're going to look at how to build wealth through the Wealth Triangle Strategy. My guest today is Dan Locke, also known as the King of High Ticket Sales. Dan is one of the most highest paid and in-demand consultants in the luxury and high-ticket space who has an inspirational story that resonates around the globe. The Dan Locke brand is a global movement with one mission, to empower 1 million entrepreneurs to become successful in life and in business. Dan is one of the extremely rare keynote speakers and business consultants that actually owns a portfolio of highly profitable business ventures. Dan is also the founder and partner in more than 15 companies in various industries ranging from luxury goods digital marketing, education, and e-commerce. Dan's companies have a combined annual sales of more than $20 million a year. One of his companies, Charm Junction, was named the Best Online Retailer of the Year Award by Canada Post. While Dan continues to grow his companies, his primary focus is on helping other experts how to live a more sustainable and leveraged business and lifestyle through high-ticket programs and equity income. Over the past 12 years, he's helped countless achievers who are already experts in their field attain higher status. Dan has also helped them add six to seven figures to their annual income by building empires around their industry expertise, personal story, and unique market exposure. Dan is an international best-selling author of over 12 books, which have been published in nine languages that teach marketing, sales, and entrepreneurial skills. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MCLobsher or by email at info at CashflowNinja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at CashflowNinja.com or texting CashflowNinja to 44222. To ensure you never miss one of our episodes, you can download our free interactive smartphone apps on the Apple and Google Play app stores. I've also created a Cashflow Ninja investment group where I share opportunities that I'm investing in with my fellow investors. If you're interested in joining this group, please email me at info at cashflowninja.com and we will continue the conversation to see if you're a good fit for our group. I've always thought that if there are only a handful of people that have built indestructible wealth in any economy and market, why are we following the advice and doing what the majority of people are doing that are struggling financially? My friend Dave Zook says, You can be conventional or you can be wealthy, but you need to pick one. At The Real Asset Investor, Dave and his company create value for investors looking for high yield returns from real estate ventures domestically and internationally. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities The Real Asset Investor offers, such as the syndication opportunity at the Mahogany Bay Village in Belize, investment opportunities in the multifamily space in the United States, 
and ATM syndication opportunities, visit cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Are you interested in real estate investing but don't know where to start? Join Ops Properties as the premier provider of turnkey lease option investment properties. With their proven system, you can have cash flow within 30 days. To get cash flow within 30 days, go to joinopsproperties.com. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access an educational webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Dan, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, MC. Thank you for having me here. Can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Well, I immigrated to Canada when I was 14 years old. And my mom and dad got divorced when I was 16 years old. And as the only child in my family, I had to grow up. I had to learn to stop being a boy and start being a man. Unfortunately, my dad went bankrupt uh, when I was 17 years old. So unlike most people, uh, I when I was young, I actually never thought of you know, becoming successful or you know, I'm going to get rich or I'm going to make all this money. Actually, money never interests me that much when I, when I was young. Uh, but because I kind of got forced into, into this position, then I had to provide for my family. And so I started my business very, very early at a young age uh, when I just was in high school. And I remember my first business, MC, was to a uh, lawn mowing business with a couple of my buddies, right? So we started mowing lawns with people in our neighborhood as a young guy. We'd knock on doors. And so I've always tried a lot of different things, trying to make a living, trying to make a little bit of money here and there, and you know, try to fix computers for people. And, and we try all kinds of stuff. And none of them were, were successful. And I tried many, many, many different things. And nowadays, people say that I have the Midas touch, that everything I touch turns into gold. I always tell them I should have met me when I was young, when everything I touched turns into shit. Because <laughs> was, I was struggling. I was not doing well. And I've tried a lot of different things. I think like most people even listening to your show that I tried to, but at the time we didn't have the, the technology of the podcast. Uh, I would like get these audio tapes uh, from from various you know, speakers and educators and, and motivational speakers and and I read Think and Grow Rich and I read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Problem was I couldn't influence my friends to to loan me more money. <laughs> and I read Think and Grow Rich and there was a lot of thinking but not enough riching. And I went to seminars and I was just desperate. I was seeking for answers why some people become wealthy and successful and and why some people don't and why some people fail. So throughout that journey, uh, it may, may not be the answer for everybody, but that was the answer for me that I found my first mentor. His name is Alan. And Alan at the time, I met him when I was about 20 years old. He was a very successful businessman and he runs one of the largest financial education seminar company in Canada. And I worked for him for, I think for a year or so for next to nothing, basically volunteer. But I always refer that year as the, the million dollar year of, of my life. 
uh, because I got a, a million dollar years or million dollar worth of education from him in that year. Although I didn't make money, but he taught me business, he taught me communication, he taught me marketing and sales, and, and he gave me a lot of these skills. And from then on, I just started my own one-man advertising agency and just doing marketing for entrepreneurs and, and, and companies. And I was about 20, 21, 22. Now, you could say maybe it's a little bit of luck. Uh, from at that point, I was making in my early 20s about 10000 $10, a month. Uh, now, that may, may not be a lot of money for some people, but I'm telling you, for back then, to me, as a 20-somewhat years old, that was a lot of money. That felt like, that felt like you know, I felt I was a, a rich guy, you know, because <laughs> all my friends were making minimum wage. I thought, this is awesome, right? And, and then I went online. Uh, I took some of that money that I made, pay off the debt, obviously, and took care of my mom. But I went online. I started selling stuff on eBay, and, and I bought you know, stuff from, from Hong Kong, and I would sell them on eBay. And I got into affiliate marketing. Now we're talking about, I'm 36 years old now. So we are talking about quite a number of years ago. Back then, internet was still like, we're not talking about Facebook and Google and what we have today. It was still pretty early on. And because of that, I kind of caught the, the, the wave, you could, you could say. And I made a lot of money on the internet, just offering, like selling stuff on, on, online, uh, affiliate marketing. And I was making ridiculous amount of money. I've never seen so much money in my life. And I hit millionaire status by the age of 27. And I'm not talking about like net worth. I'm talking about like cash in the bank. Uh, and from there, and I invested in, in different companies and expanded and got into more and more businesses. And then I later on, I found out that actually, I'm actually a serial entrepreneur where some people, they may be happy with running one thing. I'm not. I prefer the model of I'm getting involved with different things and, and different ventures and different sectors that keeps things interesting for me. And yeah, I mean, now time flies and now I'm 36 years old, you know, managing my portfolio, my companies and, and keep growing and growing. And now here I am on a, on a show with you. It's a, it's quite a remarkable story and it started with that skill of marketing, right? I was just, uh, had the conversation with someone, uh, this morning about the skills that is going to be needed in any economy and businesses want clients and customers Correct. and they want, and they want to find a way to get it and they want to sell them once they have them. And then the operations is the other side, um, of taking care of them and fulfilling that and making sure, making sure that they're happy. But it, it looks like once that marketing skill is something that you mastered and put in, you, you definitely pivoted into a different direction, which ties into a concept that you've spoken about that I really appreciate. Um, you like to refer to it as the money wealth triangle, but it's mm. three money principles that you've learned uh, over the years uh, of how to amass that wealth and also how to keep that wealth. Uh, can you share that with my listeners? Sure. So with the wealth, uh, wealth triangle and at the time, it's just basically my, the path that I follow. When I follow the path back then, I didn't have a name for it. It's later on that I came up with the name. Oh, it's called the wealth triangle. So basically, it has consists of three parts. If you think of a triangle, there are three corners. Now, the first, first, very first stage, the first phase of the wealth triangle is what I call your high income skill. Now, I define high income skill as a skill that could make you $100,000 or more per year. 
Now, in this case, it's your skill that makes you money. We're not talking about business. I'm I'm talking about you're still trading your hours for dollars, but you are trading your hours for high dollars. Now, why is that important? Because I think so many people they get into business, they want to build a company, and they want to do all these things, but really they are not well prepared and they don't have the business acumen. So back then, let's take me take you back when I was you know younger. My first high income skill, quote unquote, is copywriting. Because at the time I was taking clients, I was writing the, the, the sales pages and direct mail letters for, for clients. And I was making 10,000 a month, sometimes 12,000 a month. And that's my very first high income skill. And then later on, I evolved because I was writing copy for clients and they also want my marketing advice. They want to know, okay, Dan, now you have written a copy for me. That's cool. How am I going to use it? Well, I said, okay, well, I, so I was started giving them advice. I started consulting with them. So, uh, so consulting becomes my second high income skill. And later on, as I was consulting with people, uh, doing marketing, and I went online, and as I become more successful online, people started asking me, well, can you teach this, Dan? Can you maybe do a, do a small little group? I said, what, what, what is that? Well, yeah, I don't know. Like, you can teach this. So we started as a group of three people and five people and 10 people, and it grew and grew to hundreds of people. And so then my third high income skill becomes public speaking and so forth, right? And then from public speaking and then to, to uh, deal making, to all these different skills that I have. Uh, what's very interesting is over the years, uh, my businesses, we all have ups and downs. Doesn't matter how good you are. You all have ups and downs. However, I found that because of my high income skills, I always have that cushion and that safety. So my business maybe don't do so well this year. Or maybe I lost a little bit of money uh, with a bad investment. Okay, but I still have my high income skills. So high income skills, you make you money. You make yourself money. And you provide security and comfort through adding value to the marketplace. And no one can take that away from you. No one can take that away from you. So your high income, high income skill provides you with cash, basically cash cash that you can use for to do something else. Then you evolve into, or income basically. Then you can use the income to, to go into what I call the second stage of the wealth triangle, which is scalable business, scalable business. So now imagine you have the money, some income coming in, you're paying the bills, you're, you're comfortable. Now, now when you start a business, you're coming from a different place because most people, MC, I believe they start a business for the wrong reason at the wrong time. A lot of people, they start a business because they hate, they hate their jobs. They hate their boss. They don't like what they do. I'm going to start a business and be my own boss. But what qualifies you to, to start a business? What, what, why you and why now? And, and what unique value can add to the marketplace? I don't know. I just hate my job. You know what I'm talking about? So instead of doing that, when you have the skills, when you evolve into a scalable business, now it's people making you money, systems making you money. And now you can scale because now you've got some money coming in versus you're so desperate and you can't pay the bills next month and try to make your business work. I'm sure a lot of listeners have been there. That's a very, very bad place because business takes time. Sometimes people start business, oh, I'm going to be profitable in, in three months. But what if you're not profitable in three months? What if you're not profitable in six months? What if you're right. not profitable in one year? Right. And that's why so many businesses fail in the first five years. 
you know, some people say it's 90%, some people say 95%, but it's a huge, uh, just a huge amount of the ratio compared to success. It's, it's not good. So then once you have a scalable business, now the business is throwing off a lot of cash flow. Now you can take that cash flow, your profit. Now you're taking that to the third step, which is what I call high return investments. Now, high return investments, the way I define it, it's a, an investment that would provide you with a, a minimum of 10% return year in and year out. That's my definition. So that could be real estate. I happen to like real estate. So I own a lot of real, a lot of real estate. Uh, now your high return investment builds your net worth. Right. And then right. more net worth you build. Guess what? Now you can also keep improving yourself to keep improving your high income skills and, and keep upping your value that you can do it, deliver to the marketplace. So you make more income, you put into your scalable business, throws off more cash. And then so, so it becomes a very positive cycle. Now, let me give you some, a few scenarios why people fail. Let's say someone, they, they, uh, they're just an employee. They're making three, four thousand a month. They go online. They get excited. And now they want to get into the stock market and they buy some stocks and they want to, they want to grow. My question is, yeah, I know you can wait 40 years, compound and all that. I don't really believe in that, by the way. We can go into that. Uh, you can do all that stuff, but this person try to get into high return investments without high income skills, without scalable business. Chances of failing is very high or they want to, they go, you know, highly leverage and buy some real estate with no money down. What well, the problem is, one month, the, the tenant can't pay the rent, you're screwed because you don't have a strong foundation. Or they try to get into a scalable business without high-income skills, and now they're desperate. They need money. They can't wait. They're impatient. They cannot make decisions uh, logically because now they need to make money. They need to pay the bills and, and so much pressure. They get into so much debt. And, of course, there's some people that actually started from scratch and just made it, but out of one person that made it, you have tens of thousands that died. Those people don't make on the cover on the magazine, right? right. There's a the people who made. You go say, oh, this guy went bankrupt because he tried his idea and mortgaged his house. You know what I mean? Right. Those people. So that's the problem with sometimes I think the, the media in entrepreneurship that they, they promote just the, the good stuff, but they don't talk about the dark side of entrepreneur, right? You're listening to Dan Locke on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. You're listening to Dan Locke on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and now back to our interview. Absolutely. And it is a very, very dark side, mm -hmm. as you mentioned. And uh, for every success story, there's a ton of, of failures. And a lot of folks that do come out on top is people that were extremely hungry and persistent. And also, as you mentioned, in your triangle, did acquire that income skills 
uh, created scalable businesses, and then invested into high returns. One of the things here that I really like is you systematize this really nicely. And uh, one of the things about that scaling that business is creating systems and processes. What advice can you give to listeners that are finding themselves that they do have a profitable business and they are looking to scale that uh, through systemizing this business? I think the first person who like kind of pioneered the concept or made a concept popular is Michael Gerber, who wrote the book, The E-Myth. And for, if you're listening to this, right. if you have not read the book, you should read the book, The E-Myth. And Michael basically was talking about the, the myth, uh, the entrepreneur myth, that in any business, there are basically three, three personalities. You have the entrepreneur, the kind of visionary, you have the manager, and you have the technician. So he said most entrepreneurs, they're actually technicians suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure. So they've been in a plumber for many, 10 years, and they go start a plumbing business. They've been in an accounting firm for many years, and as an accountant, they start an accounting business, right? Um, they know how to do the technical work, so they start whatever business they're in. The problem with that is because you are a technician, you very often you build a business that is highly dependent on you because you're good at what you do. So think about that, whatever that you're doing right now, and you, let's say you get to a certain level of success, then you're making good money. Uh, what happens is the very fact that you are profitable or reasonably successful is because you're competent. You can do everything. On your own, you carry you carry the whole the whole world on your shoulder. The funny thing is, you'll hit that glass ceiling. If you 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 hit that glass ceiling, you know what I'm talking about. You you just cannot put more time into it. You're maxed out. You are burnout. You just cannot grow it any for any further. Uh, depending on your own effort, just depending on yourself, you hit that glass ceiling. Now you have to make a decision. Most people, most entrepreneurs, would would just choose to stay in this comfort zone and say, you know what? I'll just do what I do and make a, make a decent living and make a decent income and, you know, bring home and certain amount of money, have a little family and that's all good. And that's why you see a lot of these small business and independent entrepreneurs, solo entrepreneurs, and that's cool. Or you can make a different decision and just say, you know what? I need to break through of this and go to the next level. And the very first thing you got to do is you got to let go. And that's why it's so difficult. You got to let go of the security. You got to let go of the very fact, whatever that made you successful in, at, in the first place, you got to let that go. And that is so difficult for people. It is so difficult for people because let's say you're the best plumber in that plumbing business, in the whole company. Now I'm telling you, you know, you can't do plumbing no more. What? Then what am I going to do? You're going to do management. You're going to lead. You're going to do marketing. You're going to do strategy. The problem is now the person has none of those skills. All he knows how to do is plumbing. He does not do anything else. And in order to go to that next level, it's, it's those type of skills. We is system, you know, people talk about McDonald's, they talk about checklists, and you, there are many forms of system. You have like, you have the information system, you have technology, and then nowadays, you know, it's so much easier. You have operation manual, you can, you can, you can lay down everything that you do, right? But I think the most difficult thing to teach 
and the most difficult thing to learn to break through that is leadership. Is leadership. So, so few entrepreneurs are good leaders. So few entrepreneurs are good leaders. That's so true, and that is a skill set that you have to learn, and you only get better by leading, right? And 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 I don't think it's something that, although I mean, leadership books are very popular. I personally don't think it's something you can read from a book. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Now, Dan, uh, one of the habits of the successful and the wealthy people that I've seen is that they're always studying new things and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying and, and what skill sets are you currently learning and what are you excited about in 2018? Well, in 2018, it's pretty amazing year. I mean, 2017 has been phenomenal. Uh, next year, I'm actually uh, going to a partnership. I'm starting a not starting, expanding to a new sector, which is real estate development marketing. That I'll be partnering up with one of the, yeah, definitely the most successful, most reputable companies um, in Vancouver to to start a, a joint venture in that relationship. So we're going to be uh, marketing big condo projects in Vancouver uh, for developers. So that's what we're doing starting in 2018. Uh, and I'm going to be doing it for a long time, but that's the, the next phase of, of my career that as successful as I've been so far, but I want to get to that next level. Very, very exciting stuff. Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Mm, that's a deep question. Let me think. Now, first of all, I don't, I mean, I've been married for three years. My, my wife and I, Jenny, we don't, we don't have any kids yet, but I'm thinking, I'm just visualizing in my mind. First of all, I'm not going to leave my kids with any money, just so you know. Okay. So what if I have a kid, what I would tell him or her, uh, here's what I would give her, him or her, him or her. I would give them my library. That would be part of it because uh, I have over 2,000 books in my library. So I think that's what made me successful. Um, so I would give them that. It's it's never it's not money that makes you money. It's your skills, your skill set, and your mindset. And that's why people they lose money, they can make it back. And millionaires, you notice they they go bankrupt, they can bounce back because it's not the money. When you have the skill set, when you have the mindset, you can make it back. And money, at the end of the day, is it's a byproduct of value creation. So if you find ways that you can add value, uh, you could easily you can easily make money. That's not a problem. So I would say so. Number one is knowing it's your skill set and mindset that makes you money, not the marketplace and not the economy. Doesn't really matter what that is. That's number one. Uh, yeah. Second, it would be learn to sell. You've got to learn to sell. And actually, I should be more specific, not just learn to sell, because there are a lot of people who know to sell. I'm talking about learn to close. That's a difference. There's a big difference between a salesperson and a closer. Um, and I teach. I teach about how to be a closer, right? So I would say learn to be a closer. Because everything and everything you want in life, guess what? Other people have it already. Contacts, relationship, capital, 
resources, connections, whatever that you want, whatever that you want. Other people, someone somewhere in the world has it already. So you just need to go go to that person and close that person of why you sh- they should let you use it, why they should let you borrow it, why should let you um, leverage it. So I think that's a so you got to learn to, as an entrepreneur. You have to learn how to close. Most people have no idea. They cannot even. They, not only they can't sell, they can't close at all, at all, right? Because I train so many people in 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 closing and sales. I know, right? It's just horrible. It's really really bad, uh, and they make all the typical mistakes. So I would say number two is learn to close. You could do that. You will never go hungry, and it doesn't matter what business you're in. Uh, you can be a consulting. You can be doing big projects like I do. You can be, it doesn't matter. As an entrepreneur, guess what you're doing? Every single day, you go to the office, every single day you're working, guess what? You're closing vendors, you're closing clients, you are closing your employees, uh, encouraging them, inspiring them why, why your vision is important. You're closing vendors. If you're, you need capital, you're raising capital, you're closing investors. That's all you do all day, every day, right? So I think that's extremely critical. And the third thing actually has nothing to do with money. Um, it actually has to do with, I think, and just a kind of to circle back to my story that for the first 10 years, MC, my whole life from, let's say from, from 20 to 30 years old, I was the type A personality driven, whatever it takes. And, and so, much success driven. And although I accomplish what most people would see as success in an early age, I wasn't happy. And I was actually at one point was absolutely miserable. And when I hit 30 years old, I learned the turning point in my life that success and fulfillment and happiness, they're actually different things. So you got to work on your success. You need to have that. But at the same time, you also need to work on your fulfillment. So don't be, so chase money is fine, but don't just chase money, but also chase happiness and fulfillment. Then you become a much more well-rounded person and also you don't get burned out. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm grateful that today I'm, I'm in a place where I am doing well financially, but I'm also the happiest I've ever been. I, I have great people around me. I have a great relationship with my wife. I've got a great family and. And I'm one of the very few people that I could tell you that I don't have many things in my life that I don't, I have to tolerate. I don't have people in my life I have to tolerate. If I don't like that person, that person is not in my life. I don't, I don't have, yeah, I just don't have that. So, so my life becomes very, 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 what I call the fl- in, in flow. That thing just happened very, very easily, kind of just flows to me. Uh, that I'm not just pushing, pushing, hustling all the time. I know people talk about, I'm hustle. Yeah, you got to do that for the first five, 10 years. But after that, if you're still hustling, you've got a problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so something, is, something is wrong with that formula, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Dan, this has been amazing to connect. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. Uh, where can my listeners learn more about you and where can they get in touch with you? They could uh, just go to just go to danlock.com. But I would also say just check out my YouTube channel. Um, we have hundreds of videos there. It's all free. So I think they could just check that out.
Thank you for joining my guest, Dan Locke, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life. So if there's any way that I can provide more value for you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gosh Good newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 442. Smart investors know that the banks actually don't own most automatic teller machines. In fact, the opportunity for private investment provides stellar passive returns, figures in the double digits, with the added bonus that most of the income is tax-free. Who wants to walk blindly past an ATM and not cash in on that opportunity? ATM machine ownership brings you a steady stream of hands-off passive income. Dave Zook and the Real Asset Investor team have been providing opportunities for investors in this uptrending activity of ATM use. If you are an accredited investor and would like more information on how you can invest in this exclusive asset class that very few investors will ever have access to, you can sign up for your free webinar on how to create income streams from ATMs at cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to create passive income and become financially free. In just over three years, they've created a lease option empire with over 170 properties. They can show you how to do the same. To get cash flow within 30 days, go to joinopsproperties.com. You can also check them out on YouTube. Just search Joinops Properties or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access an educational webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.